0: give him praise. You can do better than that. Let's give him praise. He's worthy. My gracious. Boy, if that don't crank your tractor, it ain't got a battery. Hallelujah. What a Savior is mine. Amen. Well, we're going to pray. We're going to pray and, and here's what we need to do. All the temple people, all the temple people. If you're a temple person and somebody comes close to you and needs a seat, let them have it. Amen. Amen. That's who we are. That's just what, That's how we roll. Amen? We care more about you. And we want you to have a seat. We do this every week. Amen? And, and we want you to have a part, and, and we can practice SOS. Scoot over some. All right? So if you, you see somebody looking for a seat, there's still several coming in. Just kind of, everybody likes to be on the outside for the quick getaway. Amen? I get that. I understand that. But you, there ain't nothing really you have to get away from. All right? We'll be nice and sweet and everything. So if I if find somebody looking for a seat, help them out. Amen? And be a part of that. We're going to pray, and I'm going to let you be seated. I know y'all been standing since Jesus came. Amen? I, I, I get that. The older I get, the less I want to stand while I'm singing. I don't know what that is or what it is, but I'm glad that you're here today. And we're going to worship and, and, and just enjoy the presence of God. Amen? And while I'm praying, I, I want to encourage you to, if you've got little, little children, uh, like I said, in some parts of the video, it's kind of intense, so, so just keep that in mind. And if that's okay with you, that's, you, know, you do what you have to do. We do have a great program, children's program going on, but if you feel like you need to use that, uh, help yourself to that, okay? Let's pray and ask God to help us. Father, thank you so much for a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. Thank you for an opportunity that we have to come together and worship you in spirit and in truth. We're here today to do nothing but to glorify you. God, we're not here to examine Easter outfits. We're not here to criticize or critique what somebody has on or somebody don't have on. We're not here to check out who who drove what to the parking lot. We're here to give you glory. We're here to worship you in spirit and in truth. We're here to, to give you everything we have all of our praise, all of our admiration, all of our affection, we humbly give it to you today. Lord, use this service to help us understand. Lord, for the saved people, help them understand we need to get on fire and be passionate about following Christ. For those that are not sure and they're not believers yet, Lord, help them understand that that you did a great service and you paid a price and you died instead of them. And let them become a believer today. And God, will thank you for all that you've done and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated here this morning.
1: thought he was a gardener When she met him on the road She had gone to see the tomb Where Jesus laid But when she heard this stranger speak He said, Mary, I'm the one you seek She ran to the disciples And through her tears they heard her say. When he spoke to me, I knew it was the Savior. When he spoke to me, he called me by my name. The stone that sealed my heart with fear rolled
2: suddenly away.
1: For when Jesus spoke, I knew I'd never be the same
2: What years I walked without help, living only for myself but that down at His feet, and His mercy covered me. When He spoke to me, I knew He was the Savior. When He spoke
1: to me, He
2: called me
0: is called your name. Amen? Amen. 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 Well, we're going to go to the Lord in word of prayer. We're going to begin our skit today. And uh, before we do Before we do We want to we wanna collect those uh, Prayer request cards That we filled out earlier If you were here this morning And you, you took one of those prayer cards And filled it out for us And, and put your prayer request down We want to go ahead and take that up Because you hold it up real high Just hold it if you're finished Filling that out We had a few here this morning Right there Right there in the back And anyway Right here on the front All the way down to the front On this side right here Man, isn't that great Church, let's give them a hand For being here Isn't that wonderful Hey, man. Hallelujah. We are glad that you're here. We are a church that believes that God answers prayer, and we want to pray for you, and we want to pray for you. And everybody else you say, well, I didn't fill out a card. We're praying for you, too. It, amen. God knows what your request is, and we're going to pray for you, too. Now, let's go, let's go now and, 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 and really slow everything down, and let's focus on the Lord. He has a word to speak to you today. It's no accident that you're here. It's no accident that God has kind of laid out and orchestrated the, the, the message for today, the skit for today. It is really important that we understand when we go to church, God has a specific word for everybody. You say, Well, what if my, 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 my need is different than the person three rows across? See, God is big enough to take one message and meet 500 people's needs. You say, How does He do that? How did He speak the world into existence? I don't know that, but he did. Amen? But I know that he's got a word for you. And let's focus on that today. We're going to hear the story of one man who came on the scene in history and came off the scene as fast as he came on the scene. In the whole panoramic view of Calvary, the whole Calvary scene, from the uh, all the way from the, the guest room experience where the Last Supper was, all the way to the garden uh, tomb where Jesus rose again. I mean, this is such a, uh, just a huge story. A huge outcry. And, and, and all of that, one man comes on the scene and off the scene. Very quickly, very short period of time. Why? Why'd God do that? all that we see what was his story about that's what we'll talk about today every head bowed and every eye closed Lord we glorify your name Lord I have been blessed beyond measure already I have been blessed by hearing your word I have been blessed by hearing the the, the music and the song the singing the things that have been said the the words that have been given the prayers the praise the worship the excitement that we feel, the excitement that's going on. God, we have, just, we have just been thrilled about what you are doing. Father, I thank you for the opportunity. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to come, Lord, and be a part of what's going on in this place. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Thank you for allowing us to have a building. Thank you for allowing us to have have a place that we can come in freedom, a country where we don't have to do this in hiding. We don't have to do this in secret. We can come and just worship you in freedom. Now, Lord, you know what we need today. You know who's here. You know the cry. You know the need. You know the burdens that are being carried. And, Father, I pray that you'll sustain us. I pray that you'll help us and give us what we stand in need of. In Jesus' precious holy name we pray. In Jesus' name amen. You can say just about everything there is to say in the Bible about Barabbas in one sentence and if you really stretch it out you could probably say it in two sentences but that's probably why most people have never heard many sermons about Barabbas. Barabbas's story is an interesting one. You know when I was growing up I used to like watch tv shows like Law and Order where at the end of the show the bad guy gets caught and justice is served and You know, there's just something in everybody that likes to see the guilty punished and the innocent vindicated. And this story, this story is really a simple one. It has a tremendous truth. Let's see how it all unfolds. You see, this is what happened. Jesus had been arrested by the religious police, and he is brought before the high priest, the scribes, and the elders, and they have a mock trial. They condemn him. They couldn't even find anybody whose witnesses would agree, so they brought false witnesses against him and condemned him and condemned him of blasphemy. But see, they didn't have no authority to put a man to death, so in order to take Jesus to Pilate, they had to charge him with treason. And they brought him to Pilate and said he claimed to be a king. Now really, Pilate didn't want no know anything to do with Jesus. Even his wife had told him, don't have anything to do with this righteous man. She was having terrible dreams about what was going on. And really, the only reason that he even dealt with the issue because of a large mob of people that were shouting to crucify him. But Pilate thought he had come up with a plan to help get Jesus released. So what happened, he remembered a man by the name of Barabbas that was being held in the prison. Now, this guy's not just any ordinary prisoner. He was truly a bad guy. And everybody knew it. Matthew says that Barabbas was a notorious prisoner. Mark said he was a murderer. John said he was a robber. So you kind of get the picture This guy was evil. He had committed so much sin in his life, and everybody knew he was guilty. He deserved justice. He deserved condemnation. He deserved to be crucified for his crimes. But I'm telling you, you're not going to believe what happens.
3: you bring me this innocent man. He has done nothing wrong. I find no fault in this man. You followed him. He healed you. He healed your family. He fed you. This man has done nothing wrong. I've heard him speak. You call him the king of the Jews. Bring me Barabbas. I find no fault in this man. He is innocent. You follow this man. Why would you want to kill a man that was innocent? He's done nothing wrong. Crucify him. Ye have custom that I released unto you one for the Passover. Would you rather me have someone that innocent come to you or this one that's guilty that should die? Barabbas, you know Barabbas. He's a murderer. He killed your friends and family. He's a liar and a thief. He's stolen from you. And you want me to release him versus innocent man over here? Release him. I find no fault in this man. I am innocent of the blood of this just man. Let to do it.
0: not a very long skit where's all the where's all the drama where's i prayed and I said lord what what do you want us to do and he really he really spoke to us and put the story of barabbas I said lord there's not really much about barabbas there's not much to say about barabbas And the more I read, the more I read, the the, the more I found out that he came on the scene and he left the scene just as quick as what you saw. That was it. This is all the Bible has about Barabbas. So why in the world would God, who knows everything, who's smarter than we are, who does everything well and good, why would he insert this little story in the calvary story all four gospels carry it all four gospels record it everybody you know this is very important enough for god to put it in all four what is the big deal what is what is the meaning of this story why is this because i don't believe there's anything insignificant in the word of god amen i believe everything's on purpose everything is with a reason and god in his infinite wisdom In his sovereign wisdom, he placed Barabbas inside this whole deal for this reason. I believe God wanted us to understand what was truly taking place on Calvary. I believe we can go our whole entire life and we can we can have uh, some kind of religious understanding maybe maybe some kind of religious background that we we see you know Jesus died to take away our sins Jesus died to wash our sins away what can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of Jesus and I love that song and there's so much truth to that song it is exactly true he came behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world John testified and he preached that on the riverbank of Jordan and said there he is that's the Lamb of God. He came to take away the sins of the world. He came to be the ransom for sin. All that's true. So what's the purpose of Barabbas? You see, Jesus did not just come to die to shed his blood, to wash our sin away. Jesus did not just come to die for us. He came to die instead of us. His life for mine. In this story, we find just a couple of things. It's very simple, but so profound. In this story, as you was watching, you, you see this wicked sinner come out here. I mean, it's obvious. There's no question about it. One of the Gospels said he was a notorious criminal. He was a notorious, everybody knew him, everybody was aware of him. There was not one person, there was not one person standing that day that did not believe that this man was guilty. Not one. Not one man stood, not one woman stood, and not one that that had any question whatsoever that this man was guilty. This man was a notorious criminal. He was a murderer. He was a robber. He was a rebel he was a rebel and boy i sat here as i i sat and watched this man that just makes my blood boil i can't stand to see injustice i can't stand to see somebody who we know is guilty go free I remember watching the TV uh, one day, and and in, and it had a courtroom scene, and this was real life, and and there was somebody on there, and it's been going on for for a long time, and everybody was waiting on pins and needles to see what the verdict was going to be. Would they say guilty? Would they say not guilty? And everybody knew he was guilty. There was this man was guilty as sin, and everybody knew it. And everybody still knows it. And they came across and said not guilty. I was so mad, I wanted to take the TV and throw it out the window. Are y'all with me? I don't have to say who it is. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Do y'all know who I'm talking about? Listen, injustice, the guilty going free. Are you serious? And then we see the innocent who have to pay for what the guilty did. And man, I tell you, I just can't take, there's just something in my my spirit, there's something in in me that just wants to rise up and deal with the situation. And as I was sitting there, as I was sitting there watching this and and watching the crowd and watching this man over here who healed people and helped people and touched people and cured people and, and everything he did was about being a blessing to others. And then this guy over here who's a thief, a murderer, a notorious robber, and here he is and he goes free. But then I got to thinking, you know, there's been times in my life I've been rebellious. There's been times in my life that I I have rebelled against authority. Is there anybody in here in this room you're willing to admit it? The lights are out so they won't know who you are. You'd be willing to admit sometime in your life you rebelled against your parent or maybe a teacher or authority. Anybody want to raise your hand and admit that? Alright, let me change this. How many of y'all's ever gone 65 into 55? Rebellion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Let's not sugarcoat who it is. We've been rebellious. We've been rebellious. Hey, well, preacher, I have never I've never murdered anybody. I, I've never killed anybody. Well, h- how many of y'all have ever been so mad you wanted to? Yeah. I preached in Atlanta. Brother Clay, when I preached in Atlanta last week, road rage, buddy. It was awful. I eighty five in the morning time. God help us. I had to, I had to repent for three hours before the service just to get right with Jesus. Enough time to preach. Them people crazy out there. Man, they they give you the California high sign and everything. Man, I'm telling you, they'd pull out in front of you, slow down, and do and and man, I just. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You see, so I'd have to say, you know, I'm I'm guilty right there because Jesus said if, if we get angry with our brother without cause, it's just it's the same as murder. Because you see, murder actually takes place in the mind and the heart before it ever takes place in real life. Are y'all with me? Well, well, I, I preach. I've never robbed a bank. I've never. I've never. Have you ever took something that didn't belong to you? A sticker, a pencil, pen at the bank. Hello. If anybody's missing a pen in the house, it's in my wife's purse. (laughs) I I can't. She's got a problem. We're sent off for help, but we just can't. Somebody can give me a great pen. I mean, a nice pen. what? Where's my help? What? I can go there. It's there with several other people's pens in that purse. (laughs) Have you, ever, have you ever fudged on your taxes just a little bit? Oh, good gracious. I shouldn't have said that this close to tax day, amen? You know what that's called? Stealing. So you know what? I have to say, I'm Barabbas. Yeah, I've done everything Barabbas did. Maybe not to the extent, but it's still the same. You see, how many, how many, how many links of a chain? If a man was hanging over a cliff, he was hanging over a canyon with with a, a, a chain of ten links, ten commandments. How many of those links would have to break for this man to die? Do you know how many how many commandments we'd have to break to become guilty of breaking the law? So you see, we can all say, "I'm Barabbas." Everybody in this room can say, I am Barabbas. And that's terrible. We all deserve execution because he was guilty. He was condemned. He was going to the cross. His destination was the cross. His destination was destruction. His destination was to be crucified and be destroyed. But thank God we find a willing substitute. You say, but preacher, Jesus was he? The, the Romans had him; they had him captive, and he was he was caught by the. Do you realize that that, that you realize that, that that Jesus said, "No man taketh my life from me; I willingly lay it down." In the garden, in the garden, y'all ain't gonna believe what happened in the garden. They was in the garden praying. I mean everything was going fine and here comes Judas with all them all them people and, and, and the and the soldiers and the and the officers from the Sanhedrin there and, and they came to Jesus and Judas kissed him on the cheek and, and they, they grabbed him and, and when they grabbed him man Peter he pulled out his sword and Peter's a cool guy. He's always putting his foot in his mouth and, and getting in trouble that way, but he was a cool guy. He came out, took his sword out, and he swung at one of the servants and and, and, and the servant ducked and cut his ear completely off. <laughs> And you know what Jesus did? Jesus reached down and picked that ear up and put it back on his head. Now, if I, if I was one of them guys, I'd have left that dude alone. Wouldn't you? And this is what he did. He turns to Peter. He turns to Peter and said, man, put your sword up. Put your sword up. I got this. Don't you realize that I could call 12 legions of angels? I got my calculator out and looked that up. That's 72,000 angels at the beck and call of the Lord Jesus Christ. One angel could wipe him off the planet, and he had 72,000 he could call at any time. But he willingly said, I'm going to give my life for yours. You see, this story is so important. It's short. It's short. It's, 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 It's very simple. Barabbas comes on the scene and off the scene, but this is what God wanted everyone to see. He wanted to give a living illustration of what really took place on the cross. Barabbas deserved to be there. Barabbas was going there. He was condemned to be crucified. But Jesus took his place. He died so that he could go free. Did you hear me? He died so that he could go free. You say, what's the big deal? I am Barabbas. Because there was a willing substitute, there was a wonderful salvation. He went free. I deserve to die. I deserve the cross. I deserve crucifixion. I deserve to be in hell. But I have been set free. I have been forgiven. I have been redeemed. I have been, are y'all with me? Say, why are you getting all jacked up? I can't help it. I know who I am. I know what I've done. I know what I deserve. And Jesus came and said, "I'm going to take your place. I'm going to die instead of you. I'm going to come and give my life so you don't have to give yours. I'm going to die for you so you can live for me." Somebody say, "Amen." amen. A wonderful salvation. In First Peter, this plastic stuff's going to get me in trouble. Amen. I can't. Watch this. Watch this. First Peter three eighteen. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins. Watch this. The. That means the good guy. The one that didn't do no wrong. The one that was perfect. The one that was just. The one that was righteous and good. The just died for the. That's you and me. That was the guilty. That was Barabbas. And what did we say? We could all say I I am Barabbas, the just for the unjust. Now watch this. This is so cool. That he might bring us to God. You know what he did? He restored a relationship that was broken in the Garden of Eden. From the very beginning, the very beginning, the first sin man ever committed in the Garden, the innocent had to die for the guilty man was made to fellowship with god man was made to have a relationship with god do you realize god created you so you could have a relationship with him but because of sin that relationship has been broken but because jesus died on the cross we were brought back to god in sweet fellowship and we can have a friendship with god a wonderful salvation what do we what do we need to get out of this preacher i tell you if you're saved This whole deal should motivate you to follow Christ even more passionately than you ever did. But if you're an unbeliever today, if you've never been saved, if you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, I promise you, this ought to prove how much He means to you and what you mean to Him. And they're fixing to sing a song. They're getting up now, and they're going to sing a song, and as soon as this song's over, I'm going to tell you how you can know how how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And all God's people say it. Amen. 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 I want I every head bowed for just a second. Every head bowed and every eye closed. This is the invitation. This is the invitation. We have. We always have altar workers at the front. And we encourage people and invite people to come. And the purpose of that is so we could take a Bible and show you how to be saved. And we have these people down here. We have these people down here. But but I know in a crowd this size, I know in a crowd this size, that's very difficult to do. Maybe nervous, whatever whatever the case may be. But I want to do this. While you're, while you're sitting right where you are, every head bowed and every eye closed, no one looking around but me and Jesus, I want to I tell you in your seat what we would tell you if you was at this altar. Because, see, you don't have to be at an altar to trust Christ. You don't have to, matter of fact, you don't even have to be in a church building. Jesus will save you right where you are, right when you need Him to. And I want to tell you right where you are how you can trust in Jesus today. You say, Preacher, I've never been saved. I've never become a believer. I've never accepted Him as my Savior in my heart. But I'd sure like to know how to do that. Well, this is how. If you were to come forward, If you were to come forward, we would take a Bible, and this is what we would share with you. In Romans 3.23, the Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means I'm a sinner. That means you're a sinner. We were born sinners. From the time Adam and Eve sinned in the garden all the way down, we were all born sinners. The Bible says that sin must be paid for Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. One of the greatest verses in the Bible is Romans 10, 9, and 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Preacher, what I need to know to be saved? Number one, that you're a sinner. If you believe with all of your heart that you've made mistakes in your life you've committed sin in your life that you're a sinner number two if you believe with all of your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sin he came to this earth to die instead of you to die for your sin if you'll believe that with all of your heart then if you ask the Lord and say Lord please forgive me save me forgive me of my sin save me According to my Bible, he'll do that right now. And if you're here this morning and you need that, if you're here this morning and that's you, say, preacher, if I pray a prayer with you, will that do it? Not unless you believe it with all of your heart. When I was growing up, I was in church my whole life, and I prayed several prayers, but I didn't believe it with all of my heart. But if you're here today and you'll believe that with all of your heart and you'll pray with me right now, Jesus will save you right where you are. If you're willing to do that and you're ready to do that, as every head's bowed, this is it right here. If you're ready to accept the Lord as your Savior and become a believer right now, I want you to believe with all of your heart and pray with me. Dear Father, I believe with all of my heart that I'm a sinner. I believe with all of my heart that I have broken God's law. And I believe with all of my heart that Jesus died for me. Jesus died for me. And Father, the best I know how, I'm asking you to forgive me. I'm asking you to save me. I'm asking you to change me right now. The best I know how, I'm asking you to forgive me I'm asking you to save me, and I'm asking you to change me right now. In Jesus' name, as every head still bowed, every eye still closed, say, Preacher, I prayed that prayer with you right now, and I believe that with all of my heart. As every head still bowed, I I want you to raise your hand and give a testimony. Say, Preacher, I prayed that prayer right now because I want to pray for you. Say, Preacher, that was me. I prayed that prayer. I see that hand all the way in the back. God bless you. I see these hands on the right. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Say, Preacher, I prayed that prayer. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus died for me. God bless you. I see those hands right here in the front. God bless you. In the back, all the way in the back. Hallelujah. Here's what I got. Is every head still bowed? I've got a little booklet, a little gift that I want to give you. It's just a little gift. It's just a, a a little booklet that that tells what's next. I want you to come and receive that. I want to I want to give that to you. I want to give that to you. I'm not asking you to join the church. I wouldn't embarrass you for a million dollars. I just want to give you this little booklet that tells you what's next. What does Jesus have for me? And as every head still bowed, if you prayed that prayer, would you come right now and take that? We've got it. We're not gonna we're not gonna embarrass you. We're not gonna ask you to join the church. We just want to put this in your hand. We want you to take this. We want to give this to you. There you go, buddy. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? You prayed that prayer? Hey, what's next? What do I do next? What's the next step as a Christian? Come on up. There you go, honey. Come on up. Come on up. Carla, you go over there. And Anybody? Anybody else? Hey, it's a free gift. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this opportunity to come and be a part of what you're doing. God, I pray that your will be done. In Jesus' name I pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Ushers, you come on up. This is our time for tithes and offerings. How many of y'all are glad three or four or five trusted in Jesus as their Savior this morning? Isn't that great? Amen. Amen. We're going we're gonna to sing a song. Uh, uh, Glory to God forever, I think is the name of that song. This is an energetic song. I like it. Amen. It's one of my favorites. And and we're here to take up our tithes and offers. Now, if you're a guest, we do this for you. You're not obligated to do this. Uh, we do this so we can bless, be a blessing to you. We believe that uh, uh, our tithes go to see people saved. Amen. And we, we're we going to give. And, and let's pray and ask God to bless. And as soon as we take up our tithes and offerings, I've got a short announcement. And then we'll be dismissed. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for those that were saved this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Bless this, this, this offering that we are about to receive. I pray that every dime will go to your glory and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Help us as we see.
1: the world was made before you spoke it to me you were the king of kings yeah you were yeah you were and now you're All my days, so let my whole life be a blazing offering, a life that shall set seas, the greatness of our kingdom.
0: Defeat, Dealing with defeat. How many of y'all have ever been defeated in life before? That's terrible, isn't it? it, it I hate being defeated. I'm the poorest loser that ever was. Amen? And I hate getting defeated. But you know what? The worst part about defeat is staying defeated. And there are so many people in their Christian life, they've been defeated in their Christian life, and they've given all hope up that it could ever be any different. Do you realize that Jesus came that we could be victors and not victims? Amen? Amen. We're more than conquerors through him. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Come back next. I can't wait to tell you what to do about it. Amen? We're going to dissect the whole deal, preach a couple of weeks on it, and what to do with defeat, how to how to overcome it in your life. Come back and be a part of it, and we'll have a big time. Amen? If you're a first-time attender, if you're a first—Johnny, come up here. If you're a first-time attender, I'd love to get to meet you. I'm going to be right outside that wall, and I'd love to shake your hand and, 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 and pray with you just a second before you go. And if that's possible, that would be great. And if you raised your hand, or if you didn't, you trusted Christ today— hmm? You'll stay right here. Brother Johnny's going to be right here. It was kind of crowded out there a while ago, so it was kind of hard to find him. But he's going to stay right here. And as the crowd goes, I know it's kind of nervous about coming in front of everybody. But if you'd like one of these booklets, we want you to have it. And he'll be right here. And and, and won't you, Miss Carla, if you'll stay for the ladies, because they might not want to talk to a man. Amen? So you hang tight. And for the ladies, you can give them. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. Well, let's be dismissed and thank God for an awesome Easter. Brother Jalen, would you dismiss us here?